Welcome to the Bold Money Revolution podcast. This is your source for straight-talking, no-fluff, business and high-performance conversations that add real depth and value to the way bold leaders live, work, and thrive. I'm your host, Tara Newman. I'm here to show you how to optimize your performance as a leader so that you can grow a business that is profit-rich, efficient, and allows you to generate real tangible wealth for yourself and others. We are here to help you lead with your values, to perform without overwhelm and burnout, and to do your most important work in the world. Hey everyone, Tara here. And all month on the podcast, we're talking about your offers because we're gearing up for our offer creation curriculum inside the Bold Profit Academy. We're working with female experts who are growing their business so they can earn income independent of an employer, and have more personal freedom. And we just surveyed all the women in the program to get an understanding of what they are looking for when they go through this curriculum. And I wanted to share it with all of you because maybe this is what you're looking for as well. And before I share this feedback, what I want to say is these women are experts. They have spent years honing their craft They have a proven track record of success in their career, in their businesses, and they are service providers who want to deliver high-touch, highly relational services. So they are selling or want to be selling premium services. And what I mean by premium so I want to define this because you know we see a lot like premium is anything's over like $3,000 premium is $10,000 premium is. And what I want to say is premium can be whatever that means to your specific market. What premium means to me is that you're not competing on price, that you're not competing on speed, that you're competing on quality. And because you're competing on quality in your industry, your price is going to be at the higher price point. And to me, that's how I'm defining premium. So we surveyed these women and they said that they really desire to get their clients the best results. They want to, even if they're in a transactional industry, provide transformation They want to build relationships that are long-term and that allow them to really be a part of or witness their client's transformation. These are consultants, leadership coaches, executive coaches, accountants, attorneys. These are therapists. These are healthcare practitioners. This is some of the, these are some of the experts, marketing experts. These are some of the experts that we have in the Bold Profit Academy. Their biggest challenge is that they're over-delivering and that they feel like they are undercharging, and they might be feeling resentful about their business. They might be feeling exhausted by their business, and that's really why they're looking to make these changes. So we are focusing on a few different things in this curriculum. First, we're answering the question, why aren't my services selling as I want them to? We're answering the question, why do I want to burn my business down? How do I communicate my value and differentiate myself in the market? Or how do I choose my next offer? So maybe they have an offer that's already working 
and now they want to add an offer. How do I stop over-delivering, and how do I raise my prices so that I feel good about them? All month, I'm offering a 20-minute call with me to help you assess why your offers might not be selling the way you want them to, what's working, what's not working, where you might be over-delivering, and identifying the bottleneck, the one thing that you could do to make the biggest impact on changing how you feel about your offers. So I want you to head on over to the show notes and book a call with me to see if you are the right fit or this is the right time for you to join us inside the Bold Profit Academy. Hey, hey there, Bold Leaders. Welcome to another episode of the Bold Money Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Tara Newman, and I'm here today to lay down some truth, right? I had a call yesterday with somebody who who booked a a one-off call with me and She started the call saying that I have this reputation, and I'm thinking what she was saying was that I have a reputation for being direct. I think she was a little nervous about being on the call with me and and what I was going to say, and I am direct. I do just say how it is. Uh, Part of that is what I'm learning about myself and how my brain works with my recent ADHD diagnosis, and there's an impulsivity part of having ADHD that kind of doesn't have a pause before you speak, and I very much have, um, I very much have that. So you tend to just get what is happening in my head straight out, truthfully, and sometimes it might feel like a whack between the eyes or upside the head, but today I'm here to tell some of those truths so that you can stop buying into the lies that are hooked into people's marketing messages. Because the internet is a big place, and there are an infinite number of messages around business growth. Some that are helpful, affirming, and make you feel seen. And those are amazing messages. And then there are the messages that hook you on, quote, the dream, unquote, and make you feel not enough, like you're doing it wrong, or worse, like you're worthless. And this isn't just in the business space, it's in the spaces of personal growth and wellness and and other spaces as well. And this time of year, in the beginning of the year, as we're getting started and resolutions and goal setting and all that stuff, I find that the messaging is a little more confronting than at other times. And Since we are just starting the year, these messages are fresh on my mind, and they might be fresh on your mind as well. These messages are often designed to overwhelm and undermine our confidence. So we run to our wallets and buy the fix, and it's usually a quick fix to get us out of immediate pain and overwhelm and exhaustion and low confidence and, you know, that we don't know enough or whatever it is. So maybe you're feeling a little unsettled or wobbly right now. Maybe you have a plan, but you're wondering how this is all going to come together or who that you can pay to fix this thing for you right now. Maybe you don't have a plan and you feel adrift in the noise. 
So I wanted to come in here today and lay down some truths about growing your business so you can silence the noise and focus on what you want to do to grow your business and not various marketing messages and what they're telling you. And understanding these truths will increase your confidence and lessen your self-doubt so you can feel less frenzied and less overwhelmed. I want you out there doing your most important work in the world and feeling energized and fulfilled. And I wanted to allow you to generate real income that supports you and your family and the good you want to do in the world. So I'm sharing these truths because I value transparency, and I'm sharing my truth in the hope that I inspire you to share yours, because truth-telling is an important part of navigating the internet in our society today. It's the only way to combat the lies and gross distortions that we see each and every day in our society, in all different places, not just here, right? I think after the 2020 election, we're very clear that there are people out there who are peddling gross distortions of fact, and it's really up to us to be courageous in our truth telling. So that is really what I'm inspired by today. I'm inspired by my values. I'm inspired by what I'm seeing around in the world. I'm inspired by what I'm seeing on the internet, in the internet marketing space. And what I know to be true after 20 plus years running businesses, growing businesses, working in other people's businesses at a very high level. And so I've picked 10 things that I want you to hear today that I know to be true about growing your business. So one, the best way to grow your business is to do what works for you. Yes, learn from people who have figured out workable solutions to the problems you have. You might even need to find a trusted advisor to help you see the problems you didn't realize you have. And you should listen to what those people have to say if you have vetted them and decided that they are credible experts. Ultimately, you have the agency to do what works for you because that is what you will be able to commit to on a consistent basis. Doing things that don't work for you make it hard to focus and commit on a consistent basis. Truth number two, you are not your business. And yes, there is overlap between you and your business. This is like a dichotomy. You are not your business and there are at the same times there are things that are intertwined. However, I want you to think about the difference between your identity as a human being and the entity of your business. You have different needs than your business has. You have feelings about things. Your business doesn't. Your value and worth as a human being is not determined by your revenue or business accomplishments. However, your business's success does depend on revenue. You might feel uncomfortable upholding boundaries, but your business requires contracts to safeguard your revenue, employees, contractors, and you. So you are not your business. You are the identity. You have an identity Your business is an entity, and if you can learn to distinguish what is yours and what is your business's, you will have an easier time extrapolating your personal feelings and taking things personally from what is your business. 
Three, you will experience fear every day in some form or another. That is true. What if you just accepted it for what it is? What if you had a small daily practice to help you move through it? What if you did a fear scan every morning so you can acknowledge it and move on? What if feeling fear didn't hold you back, but denying its existence because you're trying to be fearless is what keeps you stuck in your tracks? You will experience fear every day in some form or another because you are a business owner and that takes a tremendous amount of courage to lean into your edge every day and do the things that you might be unwilling to do so your business can succeed. Three, deprioritizing your business is smart strategy. And what I mean by that is my business is never my first priority. It's important. I take it very seriously, but my business thrives when I prioritize other things in my life, like my family or rest or house projects or personal goals. Each quarter, I decide what my priority is and make sure it's not my business. Five, you are holding yourself back. It's not another strategy, degree, course, certification. It's you. And you know what? That's okay. It's okay to hold yourself back. It's okay to be in your own way. We need to face these obstacles so we can learn the lessons that move us forward. We are always exactly where we need to be. Instead of being at war with this and judging ourselves for it, can we accept it? Can we love it? Appreciate the gift of holding yourself back and use it to create a relationship of compassion and curiosity with yourself. Six, you will be misunderstood. This is a truth. I know for some, this is a big fear. It might even be your biggest fear. It's certainly been one of mine all my life until recently. Oddly, it was my ADHD diagnosis that set me free. Because I looked back on my life and I realized that all the constructive criticism and feedback that I have ever received from my parents, teachers, coworkers, bosses, even people who DM me on Instagram, have all been commenting on or objecting to aspects of my ADHD. I wasn't misunderstood. They were misunderstanding me and how my brain works. Perhaps if we judged others less, we would feel less judged and misunderstood. This is something I'm playing with given my new insight. So you will be misunderstood. It's going to happen. People communicate in lots of different ways. People hear things in lots of different ways. There is no way that we can ensure that we are fully understood by every single person that we come in contact with. That is an expectation that none of us can meet. Seven, Your business, whether it's services or products, is not for everyone. Stop trying to convince non-ideal clients to work with you. It's harmful for them, and it's harmful for you. We want to convert qualified prospects into paying customers who we can't wait to serve. We can't wait to work with them. That's the kind of energy we want in our businesses. That's the kind of energy that we want given to our clients and our customers, We never want to convince less than qualified prospects to become paying customers who we can't wait to get rid of. 
right? That's like the worst possible place to be. Eight, make a decision, people. Make a decision. Make a decision. (laughs) It's possible that the biggest thing holding you back right now is your hemming and hawing or that you are flitting from one thing to another. Should I sell this program or that program? Do I want to work this way or that way? Uh, Do my customers need this product or that product? Just decide, implement, debrief, and decide again. There is no way, there is no one way to run a business. Decide on what your way is going to be, implement it, debrief it, and decide again. Nine, you aren't focused. Similar to the deciding, but it's not the hemming and hawing here. It's the spreading your time, energy, and attention, and money way too thin. You have too many offers that take too much time, energy, or attention to sell. You have too many ways that you're marketing your business, taking up too much time, energy, and money to obtain a sale. You're talking about too many things, spreading your message too thin and watering it down, making it hard for people to identify how you can help them. Focus. 10. Simple and easy is scalable. That's the God's honest truth. Complex and convoluted creates a conundrum. See what I did there? I love alliteration. Simple and easy is scalable. If you're at the point in your business where you're scaling, it's all about doing less, not more. It's about niching down, streamlining services, simplifying the operation, systematizing the money. Stop overcomplicating things. More doesn't equal more. I would love to hear which one of these truths resonates with you. So come on over to Instagram and share with us your thoughts. You can find and tag me at the Tara Newman. Thanks for taking this time today to listen to me. I hope this has been helpful. Please know that I believe small business owners like you have the power to change the world. Take good care. If you've found this podcast valuable, help us develop more bold leaders in the world by sharing this episode with your friends, colleagues, and other bold leaders. Also, if you haven't done so already, please leave a review. I consider reviews like podcast currency, and it's the one thing you can do to help us out here at the Bold Leadership Revolution HQ. We would be so grateful for it. Special thanks goes to Stacey Harris from Uncommonly More, who is the producer and editor of this podcast. Go check them out for all your digital marketing and content creation needs. Be sure to tune into the next episode to help you embrace your ambition and leave the grind behind.